Welcome to Straight Talk, a lively discussion on tough issues impacting our lives. Welcome to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio, your weekly dose of news and discussion and commentary on important issues in our lives. And that is certainly true today as we conclude our three-part series on the Synod on Synodality. Yes, lots of big words. We're going to break that down. And today's episode, we're talking about the call to mission. So our first episode was called Communion. The second one is called Participation. And today we're going to talk about call to mission. But before we do that with our guest, John Gaffney, I have some items to get on your calendar. So um, now, right now, up until February 23rd, the banners on the Eucharistic Miracles of the World are on display at the Basilica of St. John. The Basilica is open from 9 to 5. And I really think this is a great opportunity to go in and and study a few of those banners. I've said this every week. Hopefully you're you're through all, almost to the 40th one. Uh, But you can study a few of them and then go to adoration and, and praise God for those miracles and ask him to help you see miracles in your own life. What a blessing that these these banners are to become educated around the, the miracles of, of the Eucharist. Uh, guys, the Man Up West Power Lunch, always the second Friday of the month. The next one is March 11th at St. Francis of Assisi from noon to 1. You need to register so you can get your Chick-fil-A lunch, which we are so grateful for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Or you can always bring your own lunch. That's just fine, too. Uh, We would love to have you join us on March 11th at St. Francis at noon. Also, mark your calendars for tomorrow night is the monthly healing service at St. Ambrose. It's at 7 p.m. So it's Wednesday, February 16th. Uh, Bishop Johnson uh, is most likely going to be there. He typically is. Uh, Tim Jamison, that we have talked about that um, healing ministry that he has, uh, be a part of that healing service and um, ask God for healing in your own life. Um, Also, an invitation to join the Sarah Club, S-E-R-R-A. You can find out information at Sarah D.M., just go online to Sarah DM for Des Moines. There's also a Sarah Club in Council Bluffs. And learn about this ministry of where we pray for vocations to the priesthood and religious life. Uh, the Des Moines Club is having a welcome for new members February 27th. It's a great opportunity to get to know other prayer warriors who one of their missions is to pray for those in seminary, those who are discerning religious life, and Every priest in our diocese and every deacon, this club has prayed through their discernment process, through their ordination, and into their ministry. It's a pretty powerful uh, apostolate to be a part of. So if you want more information, go to the website, or you can reach out to me here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and I'd be happy to connect you with the Sarah Club. I've been a longtime member and would love to have you be a part of our ministry. Now, joining me today is John Gaffney. John is the Director of Evangelization and catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines. And we have been talking about the Synod on Synodality, and I giggle every time I say that because it's like, (laughs) whoever uses that terminology in their day-to-day life? I mean, come on, John, besides you. (laughs) Not even me. I would say, uh, uh, you know, point your fingers at the the U.S. bishops or, more importantly, at the Vatican. You know, they use all these fancy words words all the time. Right. I mean, catechetical. Yeah. Yeah. Evangelization. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We'll have to go to uh, 
uh, Father Reed Flood and say, hey, uh, can you give us a class on all of these fancy the, words that uh, If the it's Vatican... four syllables or more, we know we know where it came from. <laughs> so we've been talking about this synod on synodality, and it's how we are going to walk together in the future, n- now, beginning now and in the future, together with our brothers and sisters in the Catholic Church, in no church, in the people that are in our community. And it's a three-legged process, a three-legged stool. And today we get the third leg in our third three-part series. So the stool is no longer wobbly. So we've had the call to communion, the call to participation, and now the call to mission. So give us that little framework. I, I laid out the stool, but the yep. synod on synodality and why it's so important now. Well, think of it like this. It is like a roadmap that helps us decide um, whether it's as a couple, uh, as a family, uh, as your parish community, or even us as the Church of Southwest Iowa, uh, what direction God is taking us. It's it's the God GPS system, not the global positioning <laughs> system. It's the God positioning system that is 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 sending us on the direction of of where we need to go. Oh, uh, now, John, you say that, and, and and I bet there are listeners who might say, "Oh, that means we're going to have women deacons, and eventually women priests, and you know where the church is going to go into the twenty first century." Is that what you're talking about? Well, you know that that's actually been something people have discussed as we've been mm-hmm. doing strategic visioning. And and so uh, I like what our uh, consultant that we've brought in, Dr. Dan Ebner, who's helped us, he said, you know, there are things that are outside the box, but have to, that are within the Catholic circle. So, so sometimes we limit ourselves by Catholicism is in this little box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do know that there is a circle around which uh, which uh, Catholicism, Roman Catholicism, exists. I, I need an example. I'm not following you. So, well, what you just explained with uh, women priests mm-hmm. um, or women deacons. Mm-hmm. So, so we have clear church teaching with regards to uh, 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 women priests, mm-hmm. um, and so that would be within you know w- what is our vocation vocational language. Mm-hmm. That's within that circle. But with regards to uh, outside the box is the, the question of how do we help women, uh, how does the church help women to be able to uh, uh, lean into the vocation God is calling them? Mm-hmm. Uh, could be uh, with in religious life. Uh, it could be as in, in parish, cat, uh, as a parish catechist or uh, somewhere as a in our Catholic schools. So what is that language in which we can help um, our, our, our families? Um, the, the vocational language of being a parent, a mom, and uh, perhaps uh, that understanding then helps them raise a child uh, who uh, he is called to being a priest. Mm-hmm. So, so, so there are things that we can do uh, that, that uh, may not be in that little box, uh, but are still within the Catholic field. So we're not going to get out into women priests uh, or women deacons a- anytime soon. <laughs> well, I didn't think we were, but you know, yep. but that that is thrown out there all the time. It is. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this call to mission. And 
We exist to evangelize, not to convert every single person, but we are called to evangelize. Sometimes it's evangelizing ourselves. You're listening to Straight Talk right now on Iowa Catholic Radio. St. Vincent de Paul helps so many people. You're right, Zoe. St. Vincent de Paul Executive Director Steve Havman here. We are serving over 32,000 local residents with food, clothing, furniture, and financial assistance annually. We invite you to learn more about all of our life-changing programs that positively impact so many Iowans by simply Googling St. Vincent de Paul of Des Moines. Our mission is to help those in need become self-sufficient through education, community connectedness, and unconditional support. Help us help others. Even kids! Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Learn more about Five Sons Naturescapes at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Elite Glass and Metal, LLC in Johnston. New construction, existing projects, and emergency service. EliteGlassAndMetal.com. 515-284-0141. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Blessman International. According to a global food security report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help them all, but how about one? One child. Blessman International provides 60,000 children in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you, Blessman International, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. St. Thomas Classical Academy is hosting a lecture Saturday, March 12th, starting at 7 p.m. Raising Catholic Men with Daniel Kerr, President and Headmaster of St. Martin's Academy, a Catholic high school for boys that combines classical academics with an integrated work program on a sustainable farm in Fort Scott, Kansas. Raising Catholic Men, Saturday, March 12th at St. Thomas Classical Academy, 4801 Franklin Avenue, Des Moines. Learn more at stthomasclassical.org. That's stthomasclassical.org. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Till, and my guest today is John Gaffney, the Director of Evangelization and Catechesis. And, and John, as we're talking about, you know, what we're going to do, we, we're called to communion, we're called to participation, we're called to mission. And, you know, it says the church exists to evangelize. Um, and we can never really be centered on ourselves, though there are times that we need to evangelize ourselves. Exactly. Or we need to be evangelized. But then also, if we have real joy in what we believe, aren't, you know, aren't we going to tell people about that? I certainly hope so. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the whole point of, of, of that, is uh, we, by our very being, um, share with who we are with the person who's right in front of us. And that's at the core of evangelization. I know a lot of times... Catholics really, you know, they, they tend to think of the Billy Graham revivals, mm-hmm. or they think of door-to-door uh, evangelists, um, and may sometimes be hesitant. I've had times where people have said, John, I wish you would stop using the word evangelization or mm-hmm. to evangelize. Um, but uh, for Catholics, uh, it, it, is, um, it is sharing that... Um, that relationship one has, that they fall in love with Jesus, and then sharing that love with somebody who's right in front of them. And they may actually never even use God language in that sharing, but that love goes out. You know, think about that beautiful story in the Gospel of John 
where Jesus just passes by the woman with hemorrhages, and uh, she just touches the fringe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the tassels, and power goes out. When we are attached, so when we reach out in our free will to be a Eucharistic people, to receive Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity with one hand, and we reach out to that other person that's in front of us, power is going out. Mm. And, and that is at the very core of evangelization. How you do that is your mission, how you figure out what that is. Uh, and we've talked about a lot of time in the previous episodes about prayer and aspect, but that's that mission, whether it's individually, um, uh, for married couples, for families, uh, for your church family, or even for Bishop Johnson. I'm so glad you mentioned that particular scripture, John, because as I um, anticipate going to communion every time I'm at Mass, I think of that scripture, and it's like, she touched the fringe. Yeah. I'm receiving him in my whole body. So exactly. it, she's been hemorrhaging for 12 years. Whatever I've been hemorrhaging about for 12 years can also be healed in that moment. Yeah. If I believe. So, and then you want to tell people, it's like, if you have Jesus in you, you know, Jesus wants to be in me, he can be in you. You know, it's like, how can you not want to be a part of that and yeah. to share that? And I think that's what this, you know, again, like my family is like, oh, well, we know what Gene's going to be talking about because, <laughs> you know, when your whole life is focused on the work of the church you know, both in my professional life and in my volunteer life yeah. and in my prayer life. It's like, what am I going to talk about? But the things of that, what we believe in. Exactly. It, well, you know, I, I, yeah, we've got to be true to ourselves. And I, I kind of run into the same mm-hmm. issue. So so my wife's family uh, down in Missouri, um, there are, uh, the St. Louis branch is Catholic and part of Jane's family is is Catholic, but a lot of them are um, are uh, uh, Methodists or um, uh, Church of Christ. But guess what? When it comes time for leading the prayer before the meal or creating a prayer service, John, would you lead that? They do, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually there's actually an ordained Methodist minister in this family. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think it's beautiful, I mean, that they actually ask the Catholic to uh, mm-hmm. to, to do this. Um, so I guess the point then is, is, is missional language, being a person of mission, um, may be your own family. It, it may be your own family, and it may be more of, of, of developing those aspects of humility, of, of obedience— of 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 active listening, um, the, cultivating all of that um, as you're reaching out in love. One last quick story then too is you know think about the woman at the well. So mm-hmm. many times people, whether they've done this, most times they've done it to themselves. They feel that they're outside. They've been shunned by society. They're outside the pale. Mm-hmm. And and so uh, when Jesus comes into that life, uh, it, it's freeing. And you can't, you know, so think about the woman at the well. She only comes at the hottest part of the day because all of society knows who she is. Right. She can't come with the rest of them when it was cool. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so here comes Jesus who gives this this, uh, water um, that is healing. and, uh, and, And once she's healed, she ends up converting that whole town. She brings everybody to see Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, more than likely, most of us are not going to have that kind of impact. But just think, if you've talked to somebody who, through the intercession of somebody else, has brought them to Jesus, you know mm-hmm. the miracles that happen amongst uh, in our midst. Well, and if we think, well... You know, we're just a run-of-the-mill Catholic. Nobody's <laughs> going to pay any attention to us. Hello, if you're the woman at the well, no one wants to even talk to you. Exactly. You know, and so she had not, she had to overcome that insecurity, but she did. Yep. And she went and told everybody, and they all came to follow Jesus. And and it is, it is having that passion around something that is not the Super Bowl, <laughs> not the, you know, the state tournaments, not any of those things, having passion around the love of God and what he has done in our lives and how he has brought us to this point. I mean, I am constantly um, in gratitude that God has given me my life at this time, in this place, in this community, you know, in the most beautiful state in the in the United States, in my humble opinion, you know, and even with the snow and the rain and the sleet and the gloom of night, I mean, we have the four seasons that are so beautiful, all because of God, all because of God. Amen. Amen, sister. Amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to take a a, a break here in a minute, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up this conversation of this synod on synodality, and really, the question is, what now? Where do we go from here, John? You know, if I've I've learned this, I've embraced this, I've checked it off my list of things to do, what am I going to do now as a part of my life, and how is that going to look different? You're listening to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Rick Schaefer of Sullivan Auctioneers, LLC, conducting professional full-service auctions for farmland and farm machinery since 1979, and Sullivan Land Company Real Estate Brokerage, 515-313-5508, sullivanauctioneers.com. The Iowa Catholic Radio Network is supported by our listeners and business underwriters. Join us today in welcoming a new underwriter, Knights of Columbus Insurance General Agent Michael Borman, providing financial security to members and their families, online at kofc.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Savage Power. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mary's Cleaning Care. Mary's Cleaning Care cleans everything from residential to commercial in Des Moines and surrounding areas. Mary'sCleaningCare.com. Thank you, Mary's Cleaning Care, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts. Ask your employer about matching gifts, and thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Welcome back to Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is Jean Till, and my guest today is John Gaffney. And John is the Director of Evangelization and Catechesis for the Diocese of Des Moines, and he's been such a warrior here with me for three weeks talking about the Synod on Synodality and really this, you know, how are we walking together, uh, doing what God wants us to do. And John, as we, we wrap up our three-week um, series, one on the call to communion, last week the call to participation, and this week the call to mission, what, you know, I, I know what my mission is, so what do I do? What What is the next step? What is the next step for me as an individual, as a parish, as a school, as the diocese? Where, where do we go from here? Yeah, no, that's a great question. In fact, I think that's the unfolding question that many of us involved with strate- know too. strategic visioning and... <gasps> Inquiring and the, minds want it, to know. It, we do. <laughs> um, so, so I'm going to use that image of the crucifix again, mm. uh, but this time the crucifix going both directions. You know, uh, we, we don't... We don't have a faith that's just a me and God faith. Um, and we don't have just a faith that's a we and God. It's both that tension of, of my personal relationship with Jesus, but then also how do I reach out to my sisters and brothers and we as a community mm-hmm. go to God together. So as you're thinking about mission, as I'm thinking about mission, um, I think the most important thing is we got to think about how do we put this in a bit of structure. And, and this that's where we have to exercise. <laughs> that's a, I was going to say, yeah. you have to exercise some control. You got to exercise that, some control. That sounds like committee to me. But it doesn't have to be a committee. We like mm-hmm. to think committees because um, that because it's a body takes away our personal um, responsibility for mission. So if, if I'm mom and dad, I'm not necessarily going to uh, be parenting by committee. <laughs> uh, and and we really the shouldn't. kids want you to. <laughs> yeah, they would. They boy, they they would uh, yeah. certainly like a committee. Um, but here's I think the thing we have to think about is is in how in our in our lives are we need to change some of our structures so that uh, we do two things. Uh, the first one is that again, uh, active listening, active listening to the Holy Spirit, and that compassionate conversation. With, with others, um, especially in areas of healing, of, of areas where of, of disagreement, of areas that, um, uh, th- that people need uh, uh, to be able to share something. You know, we, we live in a very lonely society, Gene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, studies, and, 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 and you and I are, thank God, of an age where we tend to have a little bit more friends, where we can really confide everything. Well, speak in. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but the younger generations, um, their friends are on Facebook or on TikTok or uh, yeah, I mean Snapchat or whatever those are. Th- there are very few that will say uh, it, uh, they have even one friend that they can uh, that they can confide in. So, mm. uh, so I think that's the thing is 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 number one. How do you create a structure in your own life? Don't think of the church quite yet, of how we listen to the Holy Spirit and how we can actually listen to the other person without judgment. So that's assignment number one for all mm-hmm. of us, including the church. That includes your local parish community. It also includes us as the Church of Southwest Iowa, the diocese. You know, John, as you're talking about that, I bet there are listeners out there saying, do they really believe this stuff? Yeah, I know. That... You're going to listen to the Holy Spirit like the Holy Spirit's going to talk to you. 
I I believe that. I have taken to prayer, especially in adoration, and I've taken a journal, and I've just started writing down stream of consciousness. And then I'll go back and read it, and I'm like, this is not something I would have ever written. Oh. These are not my word choices. It's the Holy Spirit that's really talking to me through that that journaling. Yeah. And and so people out there, if they're saying, you're going to spend all this time listening, yes, the Holy Spirit will talk to us. Well, you know, think about... Uh, uh, Think about Jesus. You know, at a certain point, and this, I don't know if this was Bishop Barron or, or somebody else, but at a certain point, we got to say either Jesus is who he says he is or he's a complete madman. Right. And do we believe that Jesus is who he says he is? Do we believe that the Eucharist, you know, we think about every summer we get the, uh, the readings, uh, the Gospels on the Eucharist. And um, and every time we hear the story of how many people walked away because it mm-hmm. was just too hard of a teaching, right? We so, so I think that's an important question. Probably I need to back up a little bit before the active listening. Is do you, John Gaffney, really believe in the promises that God has made? Mm-hmm. So thank you for uh, kind of redirecting me, Gene, because I think that's number one. And if mm-hmm. the answer then that is yes. Then how am I? How do I need to have a synod uh, with the royal three of John Gaffney, mm-hmm. me, myself, and I, mm-hmm. on how I'm going to to be a better listener, listening to the Holy Spirit? Uh, and you know, one of the ways that I have done, Gene, that has helped me with being the Holy Spirit is is that examine uh, opportunity. E X A M E N. Google it. Yeah. Uh, but. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes, very short, but I do it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, where I roll roll back the day. Where did I see God's presence? Where did I witness God's presence in my life? Where didn't I uh, experience God's presence in my life? And based upon that, what is my simple resolution for tomorrow? It's only in looking back that I'm able to discern, but then I see patterns, uh, that I've got to be attentive to. Mm-hmm. So so that's what I would say. So that's number one is active listening. Number two is do one thing. And that that's my advice to Bishop Johnson. That's my advice to every pastor. That's my advice to me. you and me mm-hmm. uh, and anybody listening is once you do that, do the first do that best first step and just start down a pathway. Uh, because getting started sometimes is the most important thing once you've discerned. You can put and it, it off. And it may be as simple as saying hello to the neighbor that irritates you to no end. Yeah, or if I'm a, if I'm a teen, um, uh, it may be going and sitting at a table where there's a kid who never gets anybody to sit with him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be rocket science. It doesn't. You don't have to solve all the problems of the world. You can just take that one next thing and do it. And you don't have to join a committee. You don't have to join a committee. John Gaffney, thank you. This last three weeks have been a wonderful experience. I hope my listeners have have been challenged and provoked to think about things in a new and different way and that they are looking forward to what the diocese will come out with their new strategic plan that will guide all of us on the things that we want to accomplish. I want to thank my producer, Jimmy Olson. And today we pray to the Blessed Trinity, God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, to come down upon us and inspire us and help us to know what your will is in our life. Straight Talk is Tuesday.
30, always available on podcast. Our Carathon is coming up the end of this month. Hopefully you will pray and discern about how you can help us connect listeners with Christ. This is Jean Till for Straight Talk. God bless. Straight Talk, where you get answers to tough issues impacting your life. Listen anywhere at any time via podcast at iowacatholicradio.com.